Uh, the first time for 2024, we get to chat with Chris Roots. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year, Dave. Good to have you back. Uh, how was your New Year? What did you get up to? Um, it's just, um, I guess, like many people in Sydney, once you've done the harbour, you don't really go there, out there too much. So watching watching a bit of the cricket on TV and um, just watch the fireworks fireworks on the telly. Yeah, that's uh, pretty much all you can do. Um, and also keeping an eye on what's happening on the track because it doesn't stop racing-wise. We've had some uh, good racing. And Nash and J-Mac, mate, um, they're going to have a, a good little period coming up here. Yeah, and it's going to be. I think I think we're in for a cracking battle for the premiership with these two. Um, and Tyler Schiller, I think Tyler's going to Tyler's, Tyler's come of age, and he he's been one one jockey who's just you don't don't see many that make that jump from apprentice to fully fledged jockey as well as Tyler has, and he's really making himself known. But you know the two old dogs, the um, the the tried and twisted of Nash and um, James. Nash has been riding in the best form of his career. He's been able to stay out of the steward's room. And he's just had that break that's freshened up over Christmas, which I think will be vital coming into the, the next section of the season where, you know, we've got magic millions and things like that. And we'll be seeing um, James and, and, and Nash riding a lot of winners in the next couple of months. Uh, 39 wins Nash is on for the season thus far from the 163 rides. So he's what strike rate is twenty three point nine percent, and J Mac uh, obviously has been away, so he's only had one hundred and thirty one rides thus far this season. Twenty eight winners he's had uh, for that um, particular period that he's been here. Of course, that includes the time that he spent in Melbourne. Twenty one point four zero he's hitting at. So both both gents are hitting pretty good, really, uh, as you alluded to, and uh, it'll be very interesting to see how quickly James can make up. Uh, that uh, what twelve or thirteen odd, uh, yep. and, and also to what Nash can do with that buffer. That's going to be that's going to be the most fascinating part. Yeah, the the thing is with these two blokes, they do ride a little bit heavier, and they don't, don't get under probably fifty five five for James and maybe fifty six fifty five and a half fifty six for Nash. So they do ride the horses that are at the top of the weight, so are, are better chances. But they don't get it wrong. Like that's the thing. You, you, if you're riding a winner every four four rides like Nash's, or every or, or every four and a half rides like James's, you you're on the best horses. And you're not making too many mistakes. You're getting them home. So um, that basically equates. If you think of it, that equates to them both riding doubles at nearly every Saturday meeting. Yeah. So extraordinary. You know, that, you, you think of that. That's a that's that's an amazing strike rate if they've got full books. So. Um, do you think James can run him there? I think James is more likely to chase the carnivals, so um, I think Nash might might stay in Sydney and have a have a real crack at the title. So it'll if if it comes down, I think it'll come down to the last last month or so, and it might be that James is in front, and then we go from we go from there. So. Uh, having a look at uh, the premiership for this too, because if, there's a couple of texts saying, uh, "Is this can we bet on this?" Uh, equal favourites now. So James and Nash, the tab have locked at two thirty. It was Nash that was favourite, and James was around that three dollar price. But now two thirty equal favourites there to win the Sydney Jockey Premiership in twenty three twenty four. Uh, Tyler then is on $6, Jason Collett, 11 Tommy Berry, 15 Zach Lloyd, 15 Adam Hieronymus, $101. That's the Sydney Jockey Premiership up there in Queensland. It's all over, they reckon. James Ormond, $1.04. He, he started this, this season sensational. Uh, in Adelaide, if you're keen on these, I'll just read through these. Uh, Jake Toroke, $1.80 there. 
And I'm not sure if we have a Melbourne Premiership Open at this stage. Uh, I'll have to have a quick look. No, we've only got New South Wales, Queensland, South Australia. So they're the only ones open at uh, this stage. Now, what about a, a little Warwick Farm stable that might make a presence at Ramwick on the weekend? Yeah, the, Gary Nixon has got um, uh, Felix Majestic, probably the horse of the summer that's come from a spin. Started preparation back in September, but it's gone from 65 to 85 in the ratings and just got on firm tracks. Uh, gets out and running and just really hard to run down. Like Gary, Gary always had a lot of faith in this horse and it's, um, it goes around good prices all the time and it'll go around a good price again on the weekend. In a race with a few leaders there, but um, Molly Burke on, I think they'll be talking to Gary, they'll be positive and show an intent to lead. Now, whether he's found his mark yet, but he's he just gets the, gets the job done time and time again. Like, Horses that win and keep winning at this level, it's 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 very hard to win multiple races in Sydney, and he's done it and get three grades. And for these small stables, these are horses that can keep you up in the limelight. I think Terramata is another one for Jared Jared Austin. He always seems to have a good horse. Um, looks like Elvis has just been retired, and Terramata looks like it's going to take up the um, slack there. Now he's got a decision to make because if it wins on Saturday, it's five wins, and that basically puts it in a spot where it can't run in the provincial championships. So provincial midway championships. So but it might just be better than that. It might be at stakes also he could look at that as well. So they've got decisions to make. Not bad for a a, a seven hundred and fifty a seventeen hundred and fifty dollar year weaning so off the digital sale. So, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes. You've got an she's got an extravagant edge actually in front, but it's um it's very effective. Well let me tell you about uh some of these bets yesterday uh, on Terramata, mate, it was unbelievable. Uh, the The markets went up yesterday and uh, the activity for her was extraordinary. I'll just pull this up and refresh it on my system here. But um, the opening price with the tab for Terramata, so we're talking about uh, Ramwick on Saturday punters, race number four. So Ramwick race four Saturday and obviously Nashua Willa to ride. It goes at to 2.15. So... Is a dollar seventy-five now, mate. There was twenty thousand at two twenty-five. There was ten thousand at two dollars. There was ten thousand at one ninety. Ten thousand at one eighty-five. Twenty thousand at one eighty, and now it's into one seventy-five. It's the best backed runner in the country. Yeah, and and you can see why. It's a, it, it's it's got um, versatility. It's got speed, and you know, as 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 we look at it, where where does it go? It's got a million dollar, maybe a million dollar race in restricted grade that it could go to. That would mean placing it fairly well and giving it maybe a little let up, or they could keep going and go to a race, maybe like a Carrington or something, um, over fourteen hundred later in the month. So you know they've got decisions to make, but it's a good position to be in for um, Jared Austin. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, and can train, can train Jared Austin. So good luck to uh, Connections uh, later on uh, in the week, of course, at Royal Ramwick. Chris, also having a look at uh, not only the fields on Saturday, mate, but um, ahead, Amelia's Jewel, you've got some news there. Yeah, so you see that um, Simon Miller's come out and said what he wants to do, and it's no surprise. Um, they they were very keen to return to Sydney after the Golden Eagle, even before, before what happened in the Golden Eagle, where it got stripped and... I remember talking to Simon on a Saturday night and he was just waiting for the phone call to see whether they got attended. And fortunately, the, the, he only, she only had to be stitched up. She had, a, she had to convalesce. That's why she didn't go back to Perth and race. But she's um, 
she she got through that um that interference she copped in the golden eagle um relatively unscathed so um they're going to go back to a quokka they'll go through the roma cup again um so miller saying that they could go to brisbane for a for a race after that if 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 they think it's the right way but they've put the everest that's the race they want to come through i know the owner's very very keen to come back and race in an everest he, he loved he, he he loves the race he said um it would have probably been on the agenda last year if they knew it was a week later, just the the way they were looking at things and, were, you know, how to get to the Golden Eagle the best way was the problem. So I think they'll be looking for a slot and I'd say there'd be plenty of slot holders who'd be looking to give it to them. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, it would be very interesting to see. And also, too, what her lead-up is, whether they would uh, do something similar and go to Victoria first and then up to Sydney or whether she would just come straight I, here. I would say that they'd be running in the spin series because they're very aware of the extra bonuses yeah. that are there. So they'll come for a for a premiere, maybe a premiere, because you would think, and this is what's happening for a lot of these horses, that that we're getting horses that would stretch out to a mile running as sprinters these days because of the big money. And that it's a sort of reverse of the traditional thing where you used to stretch them out to a Melbourne Cup because that was the biggest prize you could get and things like that. So um, if, you've got a, if you've got a horse that's a miler you, you, and, and it's sharp enough to sprint really well, like if you look at most of the sprinters there that are, that are running around, they're, they're not pure speed machines like a nature strip. Like we know that Joe's going to... Um, uh, uh, stretch out thinking over so uh, um, uh, at the next year. So that's the that's the sort of model we've got now. We've got high speed, strong sprinters, and the thirteen hundred of the um, thinking over stakes uh, 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 with the thing. I think it's calling thinking over. It should be think about it. Sorry, um, it's it's where they where they they might excel. So you know, there's an extra couple of million there if you can win that series as well. So yeah. they'll they'll look at that. So. Exactly right. Mate, look forward to chatting with you tomorrow on the Punters panel. It's a good little meeting at Terramwick on Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, tough little meeting, but, um, you know, I, I think there's a couple that are pretty well found already, as you said, with Terramata. Great stuff. Have a good day, Chris. See you, mate.